The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kid subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, the they found the telephone and electricity line. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Cup of murder. Nurses are the backbone of the medical field. So many of us have wonderful stories of a nurse who put in the extra effort when they were under their care, or a family member who spent their lives as a nurse caring for others. On July 13, 1966, the lives of eight nurses were taken by one man. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Richard Speck's life started out fine. He was born into a large, loving family with a hardworking father whom he adored. A father who, when Speck was just six years old, would die of a heart attack. Then his formerly religious and teetotaler mother fell in love and married a drunk and absent father who psychologically abused the boy. Due to this, his need for glasses and fear of being stared at, Richard Speck dropped out of school just days after his 16th birthday and was already years into alcoholism. Starting at age 13, he was arrested for dozens of misdemeanors over the next eight years. But this was just the start of his criminal career. Over the year, he was arrested for things like forging co-workers' check, stealing cigarettes from a grocery store and selling them out of his car, and even attacking a woman in a parking lot with a 17-inch carving knife. 
In an attempt to avoid prison time after his 42nd arrest in Dallas, he took a bus to Chicago where he stayed with his sister and her husband. While in Chicago, he tied up, raped, and robbed a 65-year-old woman as well as being suspect in a murder of a barmaid at a bar he frequented due to blunt force that ruptured her liver, though he fled the area before he could be properly questioned. His brother-in-law attempted to help straighten him out by helping him get a job in the Merchant Marines and, while he served for a while, he was eventually discharged for a brawl. On June 30, 1966, Speck was taken by his brother-in-law to a hiring hall to register for a berth on a ship. He lost out on the job, but did find out that near the building was a brick townhouse that was occupied by South Chicago Community Hospital senior nurses. After finally outstaying his welcome at his sister's home, he took up residence at a rooming house a short distance from the hiring hall, as well as the nurse's townhouse. After yet another ship job fell through, Richard Speck checked into the shipyard inn and began drinking in the nearby taverns. That's where he met 53-year-old L. May Hooper, who he raped and stole her 22 caliber pistol. After more drinking at the tavern, he left, dressed entirely in black, and headed the one and a half miles to the nurse's townhome. He broke in and using only a switchblade, killed Gloria Davy, Patricia Matusek, Nina Jo Schmalley, Pamela Wilkinen, Suzanne Ferris, Mary Ann Jordan, Merlita Gargulo, and Valentina Passion. He held the women in a room for hours, leading them out one by one, stabbing or strangling each to death, and then finally raping and strangling the last victim. There was a sole survivor, Corazon Amaral. She hid under the bed while Speck was out of the room. She stayed hidden until almost 6 a.m., hearing eight of her friends being murdered. She was able to give a physical description that helped to identify Speck. A call was made with his whereabouts, but Speck attempted to commit suicide before police even acted on the call. He was brought to a nearby hospital where the surgical resident recognized his born-to-raise-hell tattoo that had been in a newspaper story about the murder. Speck was arrested on July 17th, and his fingerprints were matched to those at the scene of the massacre. He was convicted and, after trial, sentenced to death. Though it was later overturned due to issues with the jury selection, Richard Speck died of a heart attack after just 25 years in prison. During his trial, he was diagnosed with organic brain syndrome, resulting from head trauma suffered in his early age. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.